Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. And in today's podcast, today's episode, I really want to go a bit deep um, with the the subject at hand, with the what we're going through right now. I want to really um, bring what's happening in the world, the real world, and it's really affecting us uh, in the conversation, you know, right now in social media, in the news, in regards to the responsibility of video games or video games being blamed for what's happening in America or not necessarily being the cause, but also being, a, I would say, a breeding ground for the mass shootings in America and the problem that we have with violence. And I want to get into that. Again, uh, as you know me, and in this podcast, I try to steer away from um, political issues. Although I have talked about politics before, uh, particularly when they... Uh, affect our culture, our geek culture, whether it's gaming, whether it's collectibles, uh, whether it's movies. I talk about those issues because they're important. They're brought to the table and it's important for us to express our ideas. And my podcast has always been about me expressing how I feel about things uh, and expressing this. You can say this is my soapbox, but this is the place where I express how I, who I am and what I believe. And I do believe that we have to bring this to the forefront, that we cannot simply avoid it. Uh, it's easier to avoid that. And I feel that sometimes as, as groups, as geeks, as uh, in the different particular groups that we are part of, whether it's in collectibles, whether it's in gaming, we, do we, has this t- we have this tendency to try to steer away from all those issues. Like we go into our world and we hide behind closed doors uh, because we are afraid that we are going to be rejected. Uh, that we're going to be uh, make you know fun of that people are going to you know walk away from us uh, because we want to appeal to most people. But I can tell you one thing: I come into a place in my life that I don't really care much about what people think about me. I think you know when I was in my early twenties or my in my thirties, uh, I, I did care a lot about other people's opinion uh, and trying to you know appease people in their mindset. But now that I'm in my 40s, I'm less concerned about what people think about me because I come to the realization that we spend so much time and so much energy trying to be nice to people. You know, I'm not saying that it's not important to be nice. It is important to be nice to people. But at the same time, it's important to be honest with people about things that we feel. And at the same time, to be open for growth, open to really see things and say, you know what? I was wrong all along. It's time for me to change, to change course, to accept the facts. And it's important for us to do it. Now, of course, recently what happened in the mass shootings, which is so unfortunate, uh, there's a lot of talks in regards to it. And I can tell you one thing. It really makes me so upset to see what's happening to our country, what's happening to the world, that, you know, people are just so desensitized with violence to the point that they feel that there's no way, of course, of action to do. Like people are proponents to, okay, you know, for mass shooters, it's for people to retaliate, to have guns, to carry guns all day long. You know, like, you know, like a Mexican standoff will save lives. Like, you know, for people to become avengers by night, you know, like they come, somebody comes and they're like, they come like desperado and they're just going to bring their guns and they're going to defend the, you know, society. You know, I feel that people are missing the forest for the trees. You know, I, I can tell you one thing. I'm not against the Second Amendment. I'm not against it at all. You know, I believe in the importance of it and what really stands and what it states, but also understands the cultural, the historical facts behind the Second Amendment. 
And we're far from it in the sense of we're no longer under, you know, the fear of being invaded by a you know, another country, in this case, England, or any other country of the world, because technically we have the power, we have the military forces. That was back in the day when, the, you know, we didn't have a military force, but things are different now. However, I still believe that people have the right to bear arms. I still believe that it's important for people to, to, to have that right. It's a right that has been given. It's not the law of God, it's the law of man, but it's there, and I still believe it. But I do believe in the importance of responsible Ownership. I do believe in the importance of for people to be responsible with their guns, responsible how we sell them. Now, people say, what do you know about guns, JP? You don't know nothing about it. You know, I hear it all the time. I worked for years. I could tell you one thing for a gun dealership. And I was a sales agent. I sold guns to multiple people. I understand the laws very clearly. I know what it is. I made a lot of money when I was in this gun dealership, but also understood what people were buying guns for. Uh, I sold guns to a lot of people from all different ethnicities, all different backgrounds, and sometimes all different points of views. Political views, the reasons why they bought guns. Some people did it for personal defense. Some people did it because they were gun collectors. Some people did it because, you know, they love go hunting. There are a lot of hunters. So, and where, you know, and there were people that they just bought guns because for the fun of it. I tell you, shooting an AK 47 in a gun range is fun. And, you know, semi automatic gun, a Bushmaster, oh, it's always fun to shoot those guns. However, uh, you know, it, some people do it for sports. However, you have to keep in mind that ultimately some of those guns are going to end up in the wrong hands. The problem is not the gun ownership. The problem is the easy access to guns that we have right now. And it keeps growing and growing and growing, you know, to the point that it is really easy for any person to go to a gun dealership, to go to a gun show and purchase a gun without really much to worry about for any person. You know, yeah, you can say, well, there's some, you know, you have to fill the, you know, in this case, the, you know, some of those forms, you know, and all that. But they're controlled by the states, not by the federal government. So whenever what happens is that you know people are have this easy access to guns, and, and that's a problem. The problem is that we don't know who is buying these guns and if they have the ability to. I think we need to get to a point where, and there are proponents of different laws, even on the Republican side and Democratic side, to to you know strengthen those laws to make sure that people that are owning guns are responsible gun owners. And this is the part where I, I, I'm all in favor. I do believe that guns are you know, important for a lot of reasons. And I, know, I believe that people have the right to bear arms. But at the same time, I believe that it's important for our society to be careful. Who are we giving guns? And who are we selling guns? It's so easy nowadays for people to buy guns. We have so many guns on the streets. And it's just somebody that did simply went and purchased it for someone else. It's true purchases, although they're illegal, they're part of the business. You know, you cannot really judge a book by its cover. If a person walks in today into a gun dealership uh, or to a pawn shop, if they walk in, they can buy a gun. You can tell them about the store purchases. You can reflect, you know, tell them that this is the law and what problems they can have. They can read it on the paper, on the forms they fill out. But they still, they, it's going to be the decision. And sometimes they buy the gun for somebody else. They know firsthand. They doing it for someone else that is not allowed to have a gun. You can buy a gun and give it as a gift to your, you know, your relative or your friend. You know, there's no law that prohibits people for doing that. You can sell to somebody, just have a receipt, handwritten receipt, and just wash your hands. Simple as that. Now, I don't want to get technical in regards to how gun sales are made. You know, if you know guns, if you are being around guns, you know how it is. It's simple. It is harder for a person to get a 
vehicle, you know, to go to get a driver's license. It's how is it that, you know, people have to go to all these different things, uh, you know, in order to, uh, you know, to get a car. You have to go through the process of getting a license just to own a vehicle. You know, you have to go through the school thing. You know, kids go through school. You know, they go to different classes. You have to go through all of that. You have to do a test, physical test. You have to not only a test, you also have to have a, you know, like, you know, you have to drive the vehicle. You have to go and, you know, do the, the writing test, whatever, depending on the state you're doing on the computer nowadays. But you do the test, you get your driver's license. Then you have to keep your driver's license and you have points that need to be made. You need to renew your driver's license every every so often and you know what um, and you have to have insurance to have a car we have all these different rules in place to make it easier or more, I would say more difficult for people to violate laws and just simply drive around without insurance without all this you know people that are not supposed to be driving we have this enforcement for that but we don't have the same enforcement for guns which are more dangerous and people say well people get killed all the time in car accidents yes they do but you have to understand that the purpose of a vehicle is a tool that was created for transportation. That's the, 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 the meaning or that's the purpose behind a car. Now, what is the purpose behind a gun? And you say, well, you know, it just, it's not to build homes. It's not to transportation. It is to, you say, for, you know, it's to kill. It's for defense. It's for sport or whatever. But it's still a tool that can kill and is made with that purpose to kill. Whether there is an animal. Where there isn't self-defense and where there is just, you know, just for, you know, for war purposes, because some guns have been created. First of all, these guns, of course, you know, you can go into this tier, you know, into this division and people say, well, this same automatic gun, the Bushmaster is not the same as a gun that is just for the military. They're technically on the same, the same spectrum. Just because you change some mechanical parts of the gun doesn't make it less a killing machine than before. It's not a toy. It's not a something that you can hand to your kid just to play around. You know, it has an effect and a very dangerous one. Now, what is the purpose of me bringing this into uh, this place? Because I can tell you, I, I expressed this yesterday on my Facebook page, and I found people dislike this stuff, and they came to me personal attacks. They did it on the post. They did it also on my, you know, sending me messengers. And you know what? What I did, I just send them, you know, say goodbye to them. I realized they were never my friends. They were never my friends. You know, there were people that I were acquaintances years ago, and you know, we befriend each other, whatever. But they were people that I never even even liked because they always had the same stance. You know, racist stance about everything. It's all about themselves. It's all about you know feeling secure about things. They don't want to accept the truth. So if you don't want to accept the truth, they can be fine with their lives and they can stay behind closed doors. They can be hateful towards other people and towards the truth. I'm not. You know, I move on from that thing. They still stuck in the past. I'm not. You know, the bottom line is that we have a problem. And trying to blame video games for that. I'm not telling you that there's no violence in video games. And we need to be careful what we allow our kids and what we play. And the stuff that we watch. I think that we're going overboard with the stuff that we allow to, you know, our kids to watch. And the stuff that we're doing nowadays. However, the problem in America right now has nothing really to do much with the influence of violence. There's a lot of factors at play. But what is causing the deaths right now is not the video games. Because you never seen somebody just throwing video games to kill people. They're using guns. So we need to solve that. You know, like any addiction, when you a person is a drug addict, in order uh, to get an intervention, the first thing you do when you send them to rehab, you cut the supply. You cut the drug. And I think that's the problem that we have right now. We need to cut right now what is causing the pain, which is the guns. So now how are we going to do it? We make strict laws. You know, laws that are responsible for responsible ownership. We make the first step. 
And then we can address the long-term issues, which are broken families, mental illness, violence in media, video games, movies, television, and the music, and all the problems, and so on, and so on, and so on. But those are they didn't happen overnight. Those are long-term issues that need to be addressed in long-term ways. They need long-term solutions. But right now, we need a short-term solution for the problem at hand right now. Yes, mass shootings are going to happen. There, you know, the, the the world is flooded with guns. But we need to we need to stop that. You know, we need to stop. You know, we need to keep stopping the floodgates for more guns to be on uh, the free access. And we need to put laws that make people more responsible about their guns. Simple as that. You know, it's not like you know people are so insecure. And believe me, I'm telling you, when I used to work for this gun dealership, people were buying guns just based on fear. People came to buy guns because they were afraid, and this always been the mindset. And this companies, the NRA and all of them, they always use this as a tactic. It's just fear mongering. They say, well, the government is gonna take your guns. Obama is gonna take your guns. They're gonna take your guns, so might as well just buy guns. And people are flooding all these gun shows because they're afraid that the government is going to take their guns. And they have used the same mindset for years. And they keep doing it. And people are buying more guns now than ever. It's such a lucrative business. But it's created in the pain of over the pain of people. The people that were over there in El Paso, the people in Ohio, the people all over all over the place here in South Carolina, North Carolina, all the, the mass shootings everywhere. They were living their lives. They were getting up in the morning just to, you know, to do peaceful things. And they were confronted with people that they were spreading hate. Now, as a community, we need to come together. And this is something that is so beautiful about communities and about our geek culture. We are people that we come together. We need to stand our ground. Video games are not to blame. You know, we are to blame. And what is, you know, why we are, why are we to blame? We are to blame because we are not doing anything about it. Because we let politicians dictate the way we, be, that we live. But also because we rather live or maintain the status quo then rather than make changes for our society, we're not the same that we used to be. We will never be the same. You know, lives have been changed. Life has been transformed. I get enraged when I look at those obituaries of people that died, teenagers, little kids, you know, like very young kids, elderly people, grandparents, you know, people that they were just doing the normal thing like everyone else does. Like we, you and I, we do. We can get up in the morning, go to the store, do the normal thing just to be confronted with maniacs out there. You say, well, this, you know, that's a mental problem of the issue, but they're not going to stop it. So we need to make a stop at least in the way we supply these guns and the way we handle these guns, at least for the future. It's a long-term solution, but it's an important one. And I think as collectors and as geeks, as gamers, we need to be also careful in the way we, we, we allow the things that we play, the, 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 you know, the violence that we allow in our homes. Yes, it is important. It's important to address those issues. If you know someone that has, is dealing with problems, with depression, with anger, then it's important for them to, to reach out to them, to help them the best way possible. Contact, you know, a, you know, a preacher, pastor, minister. If you are religious, if you have faith, if you're not the type of person, you know, there, you know, take him to a, a place. You know, trying to find solutions, avoiding it is not going to do anything because, you know, you never know. You can be the next kid that gets enraged and takes a gun and then just goes and shoots the middle of the school. The fear is always there. You know, and as a parent, you know, as a parent that I raised my kid, I mean, so many times I send my kid I'm fearful that what would happen in the school with so many mass shootings. You never know. You know, you, you as a parent, parents know this. Your kids tell you all kinds of stories about things that are happening at school. It is a fearful time. You know, people are more afraid to send their kids to school. You know, we need to change our mindset. And it starts at home. 
But also, it starts with the way we address these political issues. You know, enough is enough. You know, we can continue embracing this culture of debt, or we can just simply make steps towards change. And uh, that means a lot of change. You know, we cannot just simply live in the past like the past was the greatest thing because it wasn't. You know, it, life has always changed. There are good things in the past. I enjoy the past. I reminisce of the past. In this channel, in my podcast, I always talk about the good things of the past. But let make no mistake, there were also bad things. And we have to be honest about it. And we have to be real. And there are things that need some change. You know, we're not living in the same time before. So we have to be smarter. And we have to be wiser. And we have to have compassion. Because at the end of the day, it's all about love. It is all about accepting people, and it's all about doing the best for the people around us. We are not an island. No man is an island. And this situation is not going to be solved just in one corner, just by forgetting about it, just by, you know, you know, sweeping it under the rug and acting like nothing ever happened and it's not going to happen again. So these are just my two cents. You know, I understand that some people might disagree with me. I respect people. You know, some people might unfollow my channel just because they don't agree with that point of view. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. You are uh, you are in a free entity. You have free will. You can do whatever you feel you need to do with your life. However, I'm going to be honest about it because I'm not here to please the mindset of people. I'm not here to be nice all the time and say, oh, yes, it is what it is. Just forget about it. Let's move on. Let's just talk about comics and, you know, forget the world because the world doesn't need us. No, because this is the name of this podcast and always been Age of Heroes. I do believe that we're still in a time of heroes and more than ever, more than ever, we need real heroes. We don't need just the heroes of Superman and Black Panther or Thor, Captain America. Admire them because they represent something they represent ideals but we need to be the real heroes we can live by those standards we need to accept that and we need to you know live live it you know and i do believe the real heroes are daily day you know are people that walk on a, in their daily lives they walk and they do the right thing so once again, thanks for watching. If you're doing this on YouTube, thanks for listening. If you're doing it right to Teacher Spreaker, thanks for the support. Thanks for the friendship. And I'll talk to you again. God bless.